listening to Bitter Rifles. Week 14! It's coming up. The end of the season is nearing. We have three more... Three more weeks? No, no, no. Wait, wait. Yeah, no, including four weeks, including this week coming up, right? Because it was a week to 18. But it's December football, baby! Here we go. Rams, six and six. In the playoff picture. I'm feeling good about our chances. Not, maybe not this week. But I know it's uh, it's week 14 coming up. We're going to talk about week 13. But fantasy playoffs are starting, Jerm. How are you doing in your leagues? Uh, I'm garbage both. Garbage can. I threw in the towel in Dos Muchos. I'm starting all Lions players. <laughs> um, and in my league that I commission, I am living on a prayer for that last battle of five people for the sixth seed. I would have been in the mix if Kang didn't beat me by three points on uh, for Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. That was, I, that's why I said it was, it was close. It was a close one. It was one. brutal. I thought for sure the Bengals were going to have a Browning kneel the, the ball, yeah. take a knee a couple times. I was like, I don't know, Kang. I was like, they might. I was like, you might lose if he takes a couple knees. Yeah, yeah. Because he'd lose, what, what uh, like a yard each time, right? Yeah, so. Oh, man. I Yeah, and then my other league that was like, uh, it's my big money league. Uh, I was, all same thing. I was like, I'm in the mix for a playoff spot if I won the next two weeks and I lost by like one point or something like that. Something stupid. Yeah, even in, I mean, I'm just being competitive for shits and giggles in my league and I I'd be shocked if I would need to like my whole team to just go off for me to even make that six spot just because of the point you know points what is it point four yeah yeah uh, yeah. It's a I'm, I'm, yeah it's yeah. a tiebreak I need a lot of points just to even be in that spot I've I, been scoring a lot of points and losing still I don't know what the hell is like I just have the worst luck this season uh but anyways I'm Richie that's Jeremy uh, Bitter Rivals Pod on IG, Bitter Rivals Pod on TikTok, Bitter Rivals Pod. iHeartRadio. Oh, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're everywhere, everywhere. If you're listening to us, you probably already got your thing that you listen to us on. But um, let's just get into week 13. I want to talk about the Rams versus the Brownies. I was at the game. I uh, decided a week before when they announced that like One Piece collab. To go, I took my son. He woke up. He came into the living room, rubbing his eyes. I was like, "You want to go to the Rams game?" He's like, "Yeah." And like, we left. <laughs> and then he was like, out until he, I. We took the train too, by the way. So he was like out on the train. Like, it was it was fun though. I had fun with him. I sat next to some Browns fans. There, it was it was it was a nice guy though. So you know, yeah, but, it was a good game until it got into a. Uh, I'm looking for my outline. Hold on. Uh. Into a no longer good game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, this guy, the, the guy I was sitting next to, he kept going like touchdown or fumble the ball or or interception or miss the kick. And then I swear to God, he said miss the kick, and he didn't know that it was like the Browns, and then they missed. And then he didn't know that it was the Browns. Like he like mixed them up again, and he said interception, and the next play was an interception. I was like, oh <laughs> my god, the Browns fans like bad luck. Yeah. It knows it extends to like a singular fan in the field in the in the stands. Uh, but the Rams emerged victorious. They best the Browns 37-19. Three-game win streak in the mix for a playoff spot. We're tied with Green Bay for that playoff spot, that wild card playoff spot. Of course, you guys all know that 
Brett Rippon continues to be the bane of my existence. I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but we're moving to six, six and six. We got Baltimore on the horizon this week. Commanders, Saints, Giants, 49ers. Three of, I'm, to be honest, I think all five of those games are winnable, at least. Three of them should be cakewalks. Right? The Baltimore one might be probably the only difficult one. No, the, ni- uh, the, Niners, the Niners is like if they is, rest is everybody. Is the Baltimore one in L.A.? It's in Baltimore. Oh, that's going to be tough. And oh, inclement weather. It's going to be raining, strong winds. So it's going to have to be a Kyron Williams game. Uh, but before I get into that look ahead, I, I just want to break down Week 13's win. Right? Uh, yeah, the The story of the game. Good. Yeah, the sto- that's the story of the game is Matthew Stafford was – Kept upright on 37 dropbacks. He had 279 yards with three touchdowns to no interceptions. Miles Garrett was held to not only zero sacks, Jeremy, but zero tackles. On the stat sheet, it looks like he didn't even play the damn game. Uh, did you see that thing I posted on Bitter Rivals uh, Instagram? The Kyron Williams laying that huge block oh, on yeah, him. Oh, yeah, the block, yeah. Yeah, and he laid he, him down. It was blindside, for, I, for sure. Yeah, I'm looking, Miles Garrett, I'm looking at... Zero the, the tackles. Defensive, he's not even on the stat sheet like exactly, at all. Exactly, exactly. Like, wow. And that's a defensive player of the year candidate. Well, I mean, he wasn't even supposed to play. He was well, injured. here's the thing. This is what I wanted to say about that. This motherfucker was doing push-ups and shit on Friday for the cameras saying, oh, yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. He was doing push-ups, showing off. So if they would have won, he would have been like, yeah, it was no big deal. But now that they lose, he gets to use that as an excuse? Well, he's not trying to. Oh, God. Get out of here. He's you're, not trying to. He said... He said that it didn't bother him. Right on. You're like one of the biggest defensive linemen in the whole league. Like you doing a couple push-ups for the camera is not well, the reason why he couldn't he lost. lift his shirt the week before, or lift his arm to put his shirt on by himself. He shouldn't have played. In my personal opinion, he should have not well, played. Like hey, it's what like I he didn't anyway. Yeah, I mean, give or take. Does this hurt his defensive uh, player of the year? Stat line? Oh yeah, definitely. I think it, Michael Parsons has overtaken him. I think in the Vegas odds. Mm, I don't. Personally, I don't think any Dallas Cowboy player will be MVP this year, but uh, well, the, it, it's, the, it's it'll be a tight race. With that was a shot at Dak. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'll be a a tough one in regards to. I mean, give or take. I mean, if the Cowboys somehow rearrange their season and win out the rest of the way, yeah, I, maybe someone on that team does deserve to be MVP. But like you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. <laughs> the stats are are. Always there, the same every year, and we all know how the Cowboys season ends. So I, I'm not. I would have put a, put my money on that bet of any Dallas Cowboy winning MVP this year. But defensive player of the year, you no, know, no chance. Mm. Not after a game like that. You can't have no. a game like that. No. He probably hurt, so. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have played. Another story of the game, which was, uh, I love this kid. I want to be. I think he's Samoan, right? I need to call Alex and have him make me an honorary Samoan. Because I fucking love Puka Nukua. I love his attitude. I love his enthusiasm, his love for the game. He set the Ram franchise rookie receiving record. He went over 1,000 yards. This game, he had four catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Did you see that like 72-yard that he ripped mm-hmm. off? So he fell in the draft, right? Because he had like one of the worst uh 40 times like for a wide receiver so he fell to a fifth round you know that there i think the draft analysis before the draft was that he was going to be a career-long special teams uh contributor well he 
hit the third fastest breakaway speed in the NFL this season, just behind Tyreek and DK on that that long run over the middle. He had another uh, 45-yard rush that was called back due to a bogus holding call. Mm-hmm. Like They played it on the big screen. Nobody saw it. Uh, so he could have had even a bigger game. But, uh, yeah, that, that one play uh, where he threw it over the middle for that touchdown, Sta- Stafford saw cover two, and then he just told – I guess he told uh, Puka – in the huddle, like, hey, we're gonna throw it to you, and they just like, yeah, he was wide open. Hit it, hit it. It wasn't. It was tight coverage. Well, I mean, no, his lane was wide oh, open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's. I mean, it was a good throw. That's a hell yeah. of a throw. But uh, yeah, good, good outing. You guys scored every every quarter points on the board, which is another fourth quarter yeah, game, right? Yeah. Like I said, and then not well, not even that. The fourth quarter was the most points you guys put up in each quarter. So well, you know you put why? Sixteen points. That's when the defense came to life. Mm-hmm. Because I was a little worried that the the first the first drive of the Browns the first drive of the game they marched down and scored a touchdown. Joe Flacco looked like the Joe Flacco yeah. of old. Yeah, I was like, is off Joe, the couch. Yeah, off the couch. I, I kind of saw that happening though. I was like, there's no way Joe Flacco was going to come in there and give them four quarters of excellence. I was like, he'll probably be good in the fourth in the first quarter, have some flashy plays, do enough, but they should have. He was prepared efficient. for that to happen. He was yeah. efficient. He yeah. should. He probably should have been signed a long time ago. To be honest, for them. Uh, but yeah, the defense came to life in that fourth quarter. Uh, there was this uh, like sequence. It was like they missed they missed that uh, extra point. The Rams went like three and out or something like that next, I think. And then uh, John Johnson had that interception. It's, it was a revenge game for him. Forty two yards. Uh, yeah, yeah. And not only did he have the, arrest, <laughs> the interception, he had the return. Oh yeah. That that set like that was basically instant red zone. But, uh, yeah, that was a revenge game for him. And uh, the Browns fans, he tweeted about it after. Browns fans are like, oh, you suck. For when you sucked when you played. I was, it's just funny to see them uh, cope. Uh, but, yeah, after, after the interception, he, it's, the game was basically sealed. And then, and then the sacks started coming. Oh, Kobe yeah. Turner had one. That was almost a safety. The next, next drop back, Aaron Donald drove. Did you see he drove that lineman like straight back into the, into yeah. the goalpost? That was insane. That was a safety. I was already... Most of the stadium was already leaving at that point, and you could just hear it, like from like walking out. And it, I, so I, I didn't see it till I got home, and it was, I just love it. Him and him and Kobe Turner are, were dancing arm in arm. Donald's having fun, man. I think Kobe Turner needs like four more sacks to pass Aaron Donald's franchise rookie record for sacks. Hmm. And this is a guy. I mean, he's on pace for it. Yeah, and and you know that's our our, we're doing what Seattle did last year. Hit on all your draft picks, go young, and then just fucking uh, like overachieve, you know? Well, you guys got lucky not having to, to trade away Aaron Donald, which was kind of like the rumor or the talk of the beginning of the season. Well, there was uh, questions if he wanted to be yeah, there. Yeah, because I know like he was playing with the idea of retiring, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously, if he's playing this good next year, like what does that look like? Um, yeah, I mean, looking at the stat line, like five tackle for losses was. Byron Young, Aaron Donald, Kobe Turner, uh, DK, Bobby Brown, the third. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he needs to cool it now. Yeah, I'm just kidding. That's a uh, but Bobby Ernest, Brown joke. Ernest Jones, 15 total uh, tackles. Uh, Ernest Jones is yeah. always our our, uh, our tackle leader because he wears the green dot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's always our uh, uh, leader for tackles. But so yeah, like I said, Stafford was upright. Uh, that that's when he does his best. You know, I I uh, have a stat here. He's top 10 quarterback in QBR when he's protected. He goes from the 70s to 13 when he's pressured. 
That's the biggest drop off, second biggest drop off uh, in the NFL. Who do you think's first? First biggest drop off when pressured? QBR. Uh, Patrick Mahomes? Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's look ahead to the Ravens a little. Like I said, inclement weather, strong winds, rain. It's supposed to be cold. Look, am I over? Fuck it, we're going to the Super Bowl. Am I over enthusiastic? Maybe. I just, I think I have to believe. You have to believe at this point. The Rams did that to a historic Browns defense. Coming into this week with the Ravens, now they've overtaken for the number one defense. I just, I don't know, man. I got to believe it. there's got to be some magic in the air here. And, uh, you know, it's, they're going to have to because the Ravens lead the league in sacks. I think they have 47 sacks. That is fucking insane. Yeah, the defense over there is good. Um, and that's like the recipe to get Stafford, like, to throw those picks, right? To pressure him, like you, I said. You said the last games, you guys, it's the Commanders, the Niners, the Ravens. And- the, uh, it's Commanders, Saints, Giants. 49ers and Ravens right well yeah Ravens is this one this yeah. you, did you guys play the Eagles this year yeah we kept it close oh okay but uh, well, that I, was that was previous to like obviously having everyone healthy and everything of that nature right uh, I think it was pretty early I think we did pretty good but something happened I think like Brett Maher missed a bunch of kicks or something I don't remember I mean it's definitely not out of, out of the question of can the Rams come and make a Super Bowl run yeah I mean they did it when they won the the Super Bowl against the Bengals, I mean, it wasn't like they were like some knockout team. It's they just, didn't they, win they, a game. Yeah. They didn't win a game that whole November when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I mean, they they just came together at the end of the season, made good plays. The defense showed up, and they won the Super Bowl. That's basically what the, the tale of that season was. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not saying that they are going to win the Super Bowl, but they can, and that's a big difference when you're talking about like your enthusiasm for the season, right? Well, when you have a, that's. That's the thing in this league is you need a quarterback that can take you there. So if you have a quarterback and, you know, your offense is going, you have the pieces. We have a good you know, defense. The your last defense four games is good. We've, we've held, uh, I think we, teams are averaging like 18 points. That's yeah. good. That's fucking good. Mm-hmm. All we got, uh, the only, the problem was our offense wasn't clicking in the beginning of the year. Now it's coming to life. I think the key to that is Kyron Williams. And that's why I think, because he's not a system running back. This isn't like a running back system like he's not a product of his system he's just a good running back i'm learning now you know yeah the only knock on him is he's uh he doesn't have the like big breakaway top line speed Mm -hmm. but i mean he plays with heart he loves the rams with all his heart he grew up a rams fan and i think that might you know have something to do with him playing with, with that extra effort uh, yeah, I mean, ever since he's been back, you, the offense oh, has yeah. been completely different. But he's he's so he's got to be a key in this uh, Ravens game. Uh, uh, score prediction? Fuck it, I'll take the Rams, twenty-seven, twenty-four. You heard it here, folks. I'm taking them. Let's see what that line looks like. Oh Ooh, yeah, let's check uh, it out. They're only giving the Ravens seven points. Okay. So I mean, it's definitely doable. I bet the Ravens with the points, though, guys, because this is going to be a close one. Yeah, it's going to be like three or four. It's either going to be a close one or the Ravens are going to hang 50 on us like they did when at the Coliseum that one year before mm. the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I mean, I think weather is going to be – it's going to be Kyron Williams versus Lamar Jackson. Ex- on, yeah, on, for on, sure. 100% that's going to be Lamar the tail. I think Lamar averages 50 yards a game right now. Yeah, so. And also, this is an OD, uh, OBJ uh, revenge game. 
That's oh, not yeah. really a revenge because he on. loves the Rams. But uh, let's move on to uh, oh, what's Colin say? Let's switch gears to this. <laughs> <laughs> Gino had a career day in touchdown passes. DK broke off a long one. Your offense did not sputter, and you still lost to Dallas, thirty-five, forty-one. Jeremy, thoughts? Uh, we need a quarterback that can execute in the end of the game. Bo Nix. Um, man, the I. Whatever happens in the draft is gonna happen. Like I, my, who I think we're gonna land. I who I want us to land. You know, Pen Penix. Penix Jr. I like uh. And he's, and he's from Jaden Daniels. Those are my two picks. Bo Nix, good. If we're lucky, McCarthy. Like I like McCarthy. I think he'd. For me, I think he's gonna be one of those guys that kind of gets under the radar in the draft and does really well in, in the league. Um, like a Brock Purdy, for instance. Like if he has the weapons and you know the the team. He, he said can, Brock he Purdy and I hissed and threw salt behind my back and spit <laughs> on the floor. Uh, you know he could be successful. Like you know, uh, but I'm not getting my hopes up on this draft. Like there's just too many holes everywhere on not just the team, but also you know the coaching staff and stuff of that nature. So I'm not going to play. I'm not keeping my hopes up in regards to who I want. Whatever happens, happens. I, I going to take it with a grain of salt because we've been hitting really good players. And I'm, you know, usually when I'm heavily invested is when I let myself down. So I'm not going to get invested at all into this draft. And I'm you just can't gonna be disappointed let, yeah. if you didn't have expectations. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I just want to see what we do. We do it. We do it. If there's anything that John Snyder and Pete Carroll are good at, it's drafting. So I'm a, I'm gonna go with their with what they do. Um, I do think we need a whole different coaching staff. I was thinking about this the other day. Like people were analysts and you know different podcasts I was listening to were saying, you know, Pete Carroll, maybe this is time to move on. If we do move on, I would like him to be in the front office somewhere. Like I, him and John Snyder are good at what they do, and when it regards to the draft and you know recruiting players from college, and it give that the team some continuity. Yeah, so, I mean, getting another coach... Who knows I don't, what's going to happen, though, right? Because yeah. the team's getting sold, right? Uh, as far as I know, yes. Oh, man, I, I just don't know who's going to go after them. I, I'm hoping, I don't know if it's a possibility, but I would like Steve Ballmer, because I know he's thought about it. And you're a Clippers fan? Yeah, I'm a Clippers fan. Or, I know, um, what's his name? And, Mark Cuban just sold his, oh, the Mavs, the, yeah. a, a huge percentage of the Mavs. But he's still going to be involved with the basketball operations. Yeah. He he sold a majority stake of the company. But from what I read is he's possibly going to be one of the main, um, in, I guess, owners if Vegas gets a team. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I was Interesting. reading. So he's playing with the idea of Wait, being the Vegas owner. Wait, Vegas does have a team. No, a basketball team. Oh, a basketball team. Yeah, so they're going to expand. Possibly Seattle gets a basketball team and Vegas, so well, they're going to add two teams. Bring back the Sonics or what? Yeah. That's what they want. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah, everybody wants that. But, I mean, the market in Seattle is big, so I don't see what – them leaving was dumb. But, you know, obviously they, the market there is big if they bring it back. So, um, oh, wasn't like the last player they drafted like Kevin Durant or something like that? Uh, yeah, and Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Balmer – He's a Microsoft guy, right? That's like up there in uh, Washington, right? Yeah, he's a Seattle guy, so that's where he's from. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. That's you yeah, know. But here, I want the uh, the listeners to note something. I asked you what you thought about the game, and you immediately went to the draft. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, what I think of the game is we there's no execution on the side of of Geno Smith. But he uh, he, he had what like four and then, touchdowns. Well, well, not even that. You when you think of games that are this high scoring, games that are this close. It comes down to the turnovers. We had one turnover, and they didn't. 
and that's what what it was is we you know dropped the ball in regards to Geno Smith consistently every game so far in the past what five or six games has had an interception um give or take it was one of his best games but that I think it was it was a career game like best game right yeah um so I mean we didn't have a we didn't have uh Kenneth Walker Charbonnet did all right uh the running game was all right. It could have been better. Jamal Adams, yikes. Uh, <laughs> if you know that story. Yeah. If you know, you know. I said what I said last week in regards to who should get traded on the defense. And, you know, he's only lowering his market value oh, week yeah. by week. He's very unlikable. Um. So, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone like the Raiders <laughs> would take him. <them. laughs> so, yeah, you know, there, there, there's those teams that, you know, that are out there that we could possibly swindle and get something out of it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought the offense was a little bit better in regards to Noah Fant having more targets. Four. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. He had four targets, uh, which I think is a huge piece in regards to us moving forward. One was forward. a touchdown, it, though, right? Uh, Noah Fant? No, he didn't have oh, a touchdown. Yeah, DK, only had, DK was the only one with... That, uh, that DK run was insane. Yeah, so He was, is so fast. DK had three, big. Geno Smith had one, and Charbonnet had one, both rushing. Um, but yeah, Noah Fant had three receptions for 43 yards, averaged 14.3, a catch. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba had seven receptions, 62 yards. Uh, Jake Bobo, lone one target for nine yards. My, my guy is still, you know, left out of the offense. Tyler Lockett, I mean, I feel like this tale of this season is – He's on the decline, and it's you know time to just. Oh yeah, I mean he's thirty-two yeah, yeah. years it, old. He's gonna be thirty-three next year. I could see him coming back and being like a wide receivers coach or something like that. I don't see us like cutting ties with him, even if he does retire or anything of that nature. Like because he, he's like been yeah. such a leader on that yeah. team. He's definitely gonna be someone that'll probably be back. So I'm not worried much of what happens to him after. But I do think this is one of those seasons where if we do cut ties with him, uh, I don't. I'm not too sure what his contract looks like if he has one more year, but even if we do trade him away, I, like I'm not losing sleep over it. We have the talent in regards with Jake Bobo and Ty and uh, DK Metcalf and JSN and Noah Fant. So I think those guys will be like the core moving forward. Um, yeah, the offense did good. Um, obviously, it was. I, I said it was going to be a close game. I said Dallas was going to win. I said it was probably going to come down to the last possession, which usually any game that Seattle, I give them a chance, has come down to in regards to how they win the game. There hasn't been much blowouts this season. It's always been every game we win has been come down to. That's how you, that's your... A three-point game or a seven-point game. But that's your team's fucking yeah. MO. Every every Seahawks game's like a nail-biter. Yeah. Whether they win or lose. Every... I don't for know years, why. But for I, years already. Yeah, it, it, every team just wants to just go at it with us and i'm like I think it'd be one thing if we were the play. yeah it'd be one thing if it was like we we're the patriots yeah. and we had tom brady but we're not the <laughs> patriots we don't have tom brady like we've won one super bowl i don't understand i think like they just see they see pete smacking gum on the sideline it, they're like i'm gonna it, fucking it's, run this shit down it, your throat it's crazy that it's like that because me being a clipper fan it's the same thing like there's this undeniable <laughs> hate for the clippers and i'm like we haven't even won a championship like why do you guys hate us so much i like, think it's just I think people just want them to leave. That's why. Yeah, it's just I I will never get it, and I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like give or take. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a Clipper fan. I don't hate the Lakers. Like, it's not like there's like this yes, undeniable hate under my blood. It's like, all right. Like most people hate the Lakers though in that way that you're describing though. Yeah, I mean, but 
give or take all the teams that hate the Lakers are from out of the state, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Like, Warriors fans have nothing against them. Kings fans have nothing against them. I have Not nothing Boston, against them. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. everyone outside of California hates the Lakers for sure. Um, but yeah, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, dude, I don't, we'll never understand. Like, it'd be one thing if we're like, Seventeen banners and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. have. We don't even have one. So well, you guys like, are building your own arena, so now Taylor Swift won't have uh, more banners than you in your own stadium. Yeah, so. arena. Sorry. Uh, well, hold on. My shit just closed. Okay, so you will immediately looked ahead to the draft. Do you want to look at least just bring it back a little? Immediately, not immediately. Uh, just back a little bit to week fourteen. It's 49ers week for you again. If you win, you might hold the wild card spot for a few more weeks. It could get interesting. It's going to be tough. It's uh, yeah, it's going to be very I, tough. I give us one more point than what we scored the last time we played them. 14 to 38 will be the final score. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Cuz I think it was what 13 to 31 last time we played. Something like that. Um I give us well, one more point. you guys kept that close too until the fourth quarter. It's like I think you guys might be able. You're able to win. I don't want it to happen because I want to hold. I don't want you guys to gain any more footing. This, in this is my off race. I don't know who's refing the game, but this is my take on what I believe the league is wants to happen. I think Seattle wins, hypothetically, not my pick, but I think outside of what I think, Seattle wins, and we beat the Niners, and somehow we beat the Eagles, and that's the narrative of the top three NFC teams battling for first place, which is we, the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Um, I think we play a pivotal role in that. And then if that happens, I don't see us. We'll probably lose to the Titans. I don't see us losing to the Steelers now that they don't have a quarterback. Oh, yeah, that's uh, um, news. I who else do we play? We play the Cardinals. We'll probably beat the, maybe beat the Cardinals because Cardinals that game, just beat the Steelers too. Like, and that's a good defense. Yeah, that that I believe that game is in Arizona as well. I could be wrong because I think the first time we played them, it was in Seattle. So, yeah, I don't. I'm not optimistic at all for us moving forward in the playoffs, just because the Packers are starting to you know step up and showcase what yeah, they have going crazy, on. Yeah, that's crazy, right? The Rams obviously ha- are healthy and. They're putting up points, and they're getting it together. Um, and I think the – I mean, give or take, the Vikings are still in the hunt as well. And But I, like I said, I don't see the Vikings or Seattle making it out. It'll probably be a battle between the Rams and – And the, then Vikings and Green Bay play each other. So, like, mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, that's like one of them's going to get in and one of them's not, basically. I, I mean, give or take, the Packers knew what they had, and now – Lafour, I think, has figured it out with Jordan Love and the young team that they have. And I think they're figuring it out now that they don't have Aaron Jones because I feel like Aaron Jones was kind of like the he was the, he was the, the bad emphasis. seed, yeah, not, not the emphasis, but like kind of like the bad seed where they were kind of just heavily relying on him. Yeah. And now that they don't have him, they are forced to learn how to yeah, go without him. They're trying to delegate now the offense differently, and it's working for them. So, no knock on Aaron Jones, but. I mean, if he does come back or, you know, they go heavy on him, it might be different. So Yeah, they need to learn how to balance it better when he comes back. Uh, so, next segment. Six, six Looking at your parlay, I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't track this. Like, uh, I usually track it a little closer. And sorry, everybody who enjoy the uh, Instagram post. I've been working on, like, a new layout for man. I've just can, been kind of busy, so I haven't been posting them. I'm going to get back to it this week. Uh, but yeah, looking at your parlay, 
it starts off good. Seahawks plus eight and a half, right? We covered. Lions minus four. They won straight up. Charger Patriots under God. God yes, did the under hit six to zero. Chargers and a Patriot. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, that my is God. gross. Uh, Broncos at Texans over forty seven. That did not hit. I think that I think it was a. Let's see. It was a thirty nine. Oh, so yeah, you were about what eight away. Uh, Eagle straight. You missed Didn't it happen. there. Steelers straight. You missed that. But uh, yeah, it started off good. Three, three out of three, three out of six, so not bad. Yeah, five hundred. Not, not too bad. I mean, give or take all the injuries this week, and <laughs> the league's crazy with injuries the, right now. You thinking the Chargers were going to put up points, and I was like, no. I, yeah, you're I was right. Like, no way. The oh man, both of those teams are. It's going to be the Chargers are hopeless. The Chargers are so hopeless. I, you know what. Oh, more power to them, but let's go on to week 14 picks. What do you got for us? <laughs> oh, let's see. What garbage matchups do we have this <laughs> oh, week? Yeah, we were talking before we started recording. It's like backup quarterback versus backup quarterback and like half the slate, it feels yeah. like. So we have uh, – I'm just going to go – I'm just going to not pick my picks, but go, go about what we we're talking about. So we have the, yeah, yeah. the Patriots versus the Steelers, which is they're giving the Steelers a six-point uh, t- for tomorrow. They're giving the – Steelers by six, minus six. Um, that one, oof. the Patriots. Well, they just can't put up they, any points. They, it's probably going to be Bailey Zappi versus Mitchell Trubisky. I, it's in Pittsburgh. I wouldn't be surprised if Trubisky has a freaking day. Like, I'm, I would. People are forgetting that. Yeah. He was a playoff quarterback. Yeah. I wouldn't MVP. be I wouldn't be surprised if some. Somehow, some way, he because I, I don't know if everyone remembers week one. I already predicted the Steelers and the Jets making the AFC championship. Oh my god, did you before <laughs> before Aaron Rodgers got injured? But the Steelers are it's still a thing if they can come and make something happen. And I think Mitchell Trubisky, Trubisky could had, be the key, not that, but he just needs to figure it out because I know he has a chip on his shoulder. He's had some opportunities and failed with the Steelers to you know be that number one guy, yeah, yeah. And I think this is the last maybe attempt he ever gets for the rest of to his be, career to before being relegated to yeah. a career backup yeah or out of the league i think um, he's a valuable yeah. backup yeah i mean give or take but if he wants to be relevant and be you know a starter again i think it has to start with this matchup and, and is this one of your picks no you said no fuck it i'll take it oh fuck yeah let's go <laughs> uh i'll take the Steelers straight up all right straight up i yeah. forgot to download that like uh clip uh next we have let's see i don't want to touch the rams and ravens that's going to be tough uh best bets ravens but i I believe believe and achieve guys believe and achieve lions versus bears they have the lion they're only giving the lions three and minus three and a half is it at soldier field yes that's probably why yeah it's gonna be i don't say it'd be tough yeah but but the lions should be Favorite, yeah, you should be favored more than that. It was right? a close one last time they played. Oh, okay, I think they might even lost. They might have lost. I could be wrong, but um, with that one, it's three and a half. I'm going. Let's see. I'm gonna go Lions. I just you know they're no, they won last uh time. They won on what thirty one to twenty six, November nineteenth. I think the Bears were, or yeah, remember that was the game. I think 
I think we were, we hung out that day. Did maybe. we hang out? Because remember, maybe. Because remember, it was close, and we're like, "Oh, the, the bear or the bears are gonna win. The bears are gonna win." And then we look up, and, the, and it's the lions winning. Oh, I think it was the day we went to the the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when we went yeah, to the was, Rams game, it, it yeah. Was, remember, we were watching. Yeah. We we're seeing the stats. We're like, it "Oh, was. the bears are gonna win. The bears are gonna win." And then the lions end up coming back and winning. I'm sorry, I had goldfish memory for a second. I was no, because like, <laughs> I remember. I was like, I know we were talking about it, and yeah, I was like, yeah. "When did we hang out?" We're, I was like, we're "Oh yeah, we went to the game at the tailgate, right?" Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's the, that you game. You taking the Lions? I'll take the Lions. Yeah, straight I, up. Uh, straight up. Yeah, we'll do two straight up right there. Um, oh my God! The- <laughs> Give me a good under. <laughs> this is a hilarious under. I can feel oh, it. Oh man, the Buccaneers and the the Falcons under thirty nine and a half. I mean, the Falcons haven't been doing much yeah. offensively, and then the Bucks. It's hit or miss. Well, Mike Evans can have like a four touchdown game. It's in Atlanta. It this, they're giving Atlanta only minus one. You should take the Steelers Patriots under too. Oh no, I don't. I, I trust me. I have a feeling. You really? I, I have okay. A feeling, yeah. yeah. Well, this is all about your gut. Yeah. This is all I about your gut feeling. feeling. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Gotcha. I don't want to touch one. Do so you want to hit that under? For I want to go under Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Um, what's the under? What? How many points? Thirty-nine point five. Thirty-nine point five. One more over under. I like to do let's I like to do them like bunched together. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to see. Ooh, Bills versus Chiefs. Over 48.5. That's a lot of points. That is a lot. I wouldn't go I would go under just cuz both of those teams haven't really been producing any kind of offense. Uh Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are 3 and 4 in QBR on the season respect res- respectively. Josh Allen's ahead of Mahomes. By he's, he has seventy two point four QBR on the season, Mahomes sixty nine point seven. So you gonna take the over on that? Hold on, let me see. No, I'm gonna take. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, because they only need like tw- yeah twenty yeah. something each. Right? Yeah. All right, all right. I'll take the over. Bills. Where, where's the game? It's in Kansas City. Okay. And then the Bills are always in these like plus thirty point games, and they. <laughs> Lose in the last possession. <laughs> Man. Well, that's what happened to the fucking Chiefs, right? This yeah. week. I can't believe they lost to the Packers. All right. Let's see. We got straight up. We did over and under. Now we're going plus and minus. Yep, yep. That's the sp- against the spread. spread. Ooh, Cowboys, Eagles. Uh, is this uh, MVP? Is it like on the line? Dak and uh, Jalen Hurts? You already said that. Dak's not going to win MVP ever. It's in Dallas. That, they're undefeated. They're unstoppable in Dallas, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I'm going to do it because I think it's this is what's going to happen. This is the, right, talk, this right, is the tale of, of the, the tape. I'm going to Dallas minus three and a half. Dallas, my, you're gonna, you don't, you, I could tell by your side that you don't like betting Dallas. I don't, but th- <laughs> but statistically at home they're good. Yeah, yeah, and they've been unstoppable at home. So and you I, said you went like full Alex Jones or something right now. You were like, ah, oh, this is what they want to happen. Yeah, this, this hey, like Black I said, helicopters. Seattle, turning the frogs gay. They want they want it to be competitive for Dallas, the league, it, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think Seattle's gonna win, but if they win, it's because. Dallas is going to win, <laughs> and then we're going to beat the Eagles the following week, and it's going to be like the talk of the end of the season. It's going to make that where the they make one it, seed race like, yeah, way where, tighter. Where they make the last two weeks of the, yeah. of the, of the season competitive because all right, all right. they don't want anybody sitting their players. I could see, I could see your thought process now, and I'm not going to say I, I entirely disagree with it. 
All right, give us one one more against the spread. All right, let's see what we got. Um, let me see. All these bad matchups. Is there any four point ones? No. Let's go. Packers and Giants. Oh, who you got? It's in It's in New York. They're giving the Giants plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. I'm I'm really debating if I want to take that. Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Nah, the Packers will win. You got that? All right, all right, all right. Minus six and a half? Yeah. You're gonna th- okay, okay. Minus. They'll win by seven. Yeah, that's a good bet. I think that's a good. I think that you know. I say this every time at the end. I'm like, <laughs> this looks pretty good. I, it, it it does, but when you every week is just so tough. I know. It, I it, know. It, 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 you you want to go with the competitive edge, or you want to go with you know statistically the Cowboys have been good at home, and then you know. They put a, a dud up, and someone gets injured on offense and defense, and then <laughs> they only scored 13 points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, I'm looking at this. I see a winner. Bet it. I'm going to bet it. I think I have a couple bucks in my my bookie. Uh, yeah, that was. So let's just go around the league for a, a quick second before we uh, head out. News, news, news. Uh, one thing I saw right before you got here was Hayden Hurst. Has post-traumatic amnesia. Yeah, from the that hit at the, the Bears hit. game, yeah. Week Ten. Uh, and it wasn't even hit. I think his dad announced it. Or yeah, something. his dad announced it. But like, I then said he was a limited participant in practice. Like, so, so is he like walking around like not knowing who where he is or yeah, what is he gonna do? Play mid game and forget the route? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or is he like? I think it's like he literally doesn't know like what's going on. I don't. I mean, I don't know about that. Like, I don't usually need to be out of. He needed to be off the team at least. He's like fifty first dates. What's that one guy like forgets shit every thirty oh, seconds? Yeah. Adam Sandler <laughs> and uh, Drew Barrymore. Well, Hayden yeah. Hurst, if you find a girl is uh, you know kind enough to take you on fifty first dates, then we have another rom com on our hands. Uh, Tyreek about to have two thousand yards, and Brock Purdy is going to win MVP for throwing quick slants and bubble screens to all pro players with a top five defense. Hmm. I think if Tyreek. Goes over two thousand, respectively. I think he will. Um, he should take it. Like, there's, I don't understand why asked, he wouldn't. I asked my do- my Dolphins fan friend, Cisco. He says, "Oh, I'd still bro- vote Brock Purdy." I was like, "What? Traitor! Traitor!" Because he said quarterbacks harder to play. Brock Purdy does lead the NFL in QBR this season. How many players have broke two thousand yards in the league? I know. I know. That's but pretty... quarterback is too hard to play. Come on, they're. The league is well, making it. Who won MVP when Calvin Johnson did it? Mm, probably Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, that's pretty undeniable though. That's fucking Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> right? Yeah. All uh, right. Uh, so uh, what other what other news you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, Jamal Adams. You know, yeah, I know oh, you yeah, brought yeah, that yeah. up. I, I <laughs> Social media yikes. post on Jets uh, bet writer. The guy just said yikes. He didn't even like tag him or say anything about Jamal Adams. And then he posted, and also he posted a picture of his wife said yikes for anyone who doesn't know. The wife is a normal looking white middle aged lady. She, you know, she's not ugly or anything. One thing I'll never understand is any like 
NFL, NBA, MLB players entertaining the, uh, the, the these people on social media. I don't. Even, whenever I look at these like comment sections, I'm like, yeah. The fact that there's this many people in the world that like get emotionally invested into some sort of comment section, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I I do it. I'm a professional internet troll. People don't know this. I'm like, <laughs> I, I I mean, yeah. If you're trolling, yeah. But I mean, but people that are like in it, I'm like, oh my gosh. And like Kevin Durant's burner and shit yeah. like that. You mean like that? Yeah, I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, but I, I, I do want to say this: Ghetto Gronk posted a Jamal Adams' wife and said, "Yikes!" <laughs> and all I'm gonna say is, don't throw stones from a glass house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wait, uh, and then and he's totally unapologetic too when they ask the question about it. He he's so unlikable. Yeah, I think he I I think he recently posted something a couple hours ago saying like. Like, he didn't care, like, you know, get over it kind of thing. I'm like, they, I saw an interview stop, with him, like, and he was like, I don't care if it was going to hurt him. I just wanted to hurt him. I'm sorry I brought her in, but the, I just I just had to get mine or whatever. I'm like, yeah. you sound like a child. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, NFL warns teams against staff-involved confrontations after Big Dom, Big Dom. Dre Greenlaw flap in 49ers Eagles game. Uh, that was, I will say this, though. Greenlaw is a dick. Not even that. Like... Why? How you? The guy obviously doesn't have a helmet and pads on. Like, why are you throwing a punch? Like, uh, yeah. How do you not know that's going to happen? If even if you extend like, your arm, and then Kyle Shanahan, he's the perfect coach for the 49ers because he's so goddamn smug and arrogant. Yeah. But like, he's like, I just don't know how that's. Yeah, but you're like totally absolving your player of any responsibility. That's why they're going to lose in the Super Bowl. I. That's why they're going to lose in the motherfucking <laughs> divisional round. Uh, it. Ah, oh, man. It. As much as I want to go against them, like I pray that they don't make it. Like I'm, I, I really hope it's like them and someone else, just and they, so they lose by and they lose by one point. I, you know what? You might be right, but I just won't. I just can't take that chance. I don't even want them in the fucking game. Yeah, I same. But that is that would be sweeter. Like to see them like keep getting there and keep losing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, just kidding, 49ers fans. I love you. There's two, three, maybe five 49ers fans I know that I don't hate. Uh, another topic. Uh, Trevor Lawrence not getting a, a cart. Oh my god, that was painful. Injury. Yeah, I'm like, uh, did you see? I think it was Ghetto Gronk is like the all Austin the golf, yeah, yeah, or not even all the golf carts in in the state of Florida, and not one of them can give Trevor Lawrence a ride. I'm like, that is Dude, so accurate. Was, that, and also, it's like the longest tunnel in the NFL. Yeah, I think that's what they. It's like a, it has the record well, for the from longest what, tunnel. From what I'm reading, is he re, he refused the cart. It wasn't that they didn't have one. He said no. It says Trevor Lawrence has regret after refusing cart. <laughs> maybe I should. Regrets. Maybe I should have taken one. Well, duh. He's like, yeah, uh, my shit's pretty swollen now. Yeah. So, I don't- dude, that was such a long walk, and he was moving at a snail's pace. Did you see that one? There was uh, someone posted the Austin Powers when he tries to back up the, the yeah. cart <laughs> in the little tight hallway. Uh, let's see. It, what else it, it fit perfectly though, because I w- I went slide to slide on Ghetto Gronk, and it was like a. The tunnel looks exactly like the tunnel from Austin Powers. But, uh, well, yeah, what else What else you got, Jim? Um, let's Just see. Kidding. We got uh, Nick Bolton trending to play versus Chiefs and Bills. Um, injury report. This was four hours ago. So Michael Bolton, when a man loves a woman. Yeah. So, I mean, I I honestly didn't even know he was out. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that makes sense in regards to how they've been playing on the defensive end because it has been kind of – he's. I think he's like the their main – linebacker right Nick think Bolton? so yeah um so yeah says trending to play we'll see i wouldn't be surprised if he plays um it's against the chiefs or, i mean against the bills so um let's see what else we got 
the league trying to ban the tush push. Oh yeah, this uh, is bullshit. I think. I I mean, it's, if it was if it was such a big advantage, everybody would fucking be doing it. Well, not even that. It it I don't understand why it's a problem. It would be a problem if it created injury or some and something that's of what that nature. Saying, right? And it's not. Yeah. Uh, there's no one's gotten injured. No one's gotten injured. Oh, I think one person didn't someone try to do it and they got injured. I don't know. Like get, even get if they did, on, maybe uh, Twitter and let us know, guys. Yeah, I honestly don't know. But even then, it's like, come on, dude. It's it's literally a freaking. But it's just a different style of quarterback sneak. Well, it used to be illegal, right, to push another player forward until like 2000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, or 2002, I think they do it. They do it. They don't. They don't. I w- the league is it's just getting a bunch softer of every year. Yeah. yeah, every every year the league gets softer. So and, uh, from push, what push I know, will probably be banned next. From year, what guys. I know, nobody's even complaining about it, right? Because usually that's how they bring it up to like the competition committee. But I think it just Roger Goodell doesn't like it. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else we got in news. What else you got, Chin? That if you know, you know. Um, you don't have any. You don't have the list of uh, backups starting. I don't. I I because I, I heard it on a podcast. I and I, I was like on my lunch break. I was like, "Fuck, I gotta write this down." And I, I think it was on Peacock and Williamson. Uh, shout out Locked On Network Sports Network. But uh, yeah. I mean, if you don't got nothing else, we could end it here. Um, I mean, there's some draft stuff, but I think we could save that we'll for save later that, yeah. in the later in the season. Um, we're I know not ready for draft uh, coverage, Jeremy. You still got a chance. If you guys beat the 49ers, you're in the wild card race again. I know there's like some stuff going around Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, but I don't even entertain any of that. <laughs> it's just Holly- oh, oh, Hollywood. Speaking of a Kelsey, that uh, Christmas album looks pretty fire. Oh yeah, <laughs> wasn't it that Miolata? Uh, Jordan. Yeah, I was, Miata, like, yeah, I was like, he's like a six foot eight Eddie Kendricks. Yeah, it, it, I mean, the little snippets I saw, I was like, dang, this, these, these guys are pretty good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no other news, I guess, in regards to... It's because I heard every Samoan can sing like an angel. Uh, Is that yeah. true? I mean... Samoan guys, let us know. Uh, there's a bar, and they do... I forget what days they do karaoke, but I went with some of the buddies we ride our uh, e-bikes with. And we went to the bar, and there it was nothing but Samoans, and, and they, they were, were like, all killing it. Yeah, like singing like angels and shit. I'm like, Dude, I what fucking the love f- Samoans. I was like, what is going on here? And but it was just so random. I was like, uh, this this is not what I expected. When Samoans I came to- rule. They're like fucking athletic and tough as hell, and big and warrior like background, and then they have the voice of an angel. Chee-hoo! <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys later. Toodaloo, my dude. Good luck on your play on your fantasy playoffs, everybody. I'm Richie. I'm Jeremy. Fuck See the Niners. You next. Yeah, fuck <laughs> the Niners. There you go. You're listening to Bitter Rivals.